Last week, we told a bit of the story about the race riots in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This week, we finish the story, highlight manifestations of prejudice during the infancy of Route 66, and introduce you to Victor Green, the inspiring creator of the Negro Motorist Green Book. First, I'd like to give a shout out to the road crew, the boys behind our theme song. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. You can listen to some of their other road trip inspiring tunes at roadcrew66.com. The race riot in Tulsa was a tragedy of epic proportions that manifested the deeply ingrained prejudices of American society in the first decades of the 20th century. The unprecedented violence in Tulsa led Oklahoma Governor James B. A. Robertson to declare martial law and order the National Guard to restore order. The Guard removed African Americans from the custody of vigilantes and began forcibly incarcerating all blacks ostinately as a protective measure. More than 6,000 people were interred at the convention hall and fairgrounds, some for more than a week, without legal representation. The riot transformed 35 city blocks of businesses and homes into charred ruins. Nearly a 1,000 people were treated for injuries, and 36 deaths were reported. Recriminations and legal maneuvering commenced almost before the embers had cooled, Dick Rowland was exonerated of all charges. The verdict of findings by an all-white grand jury laid the blame for the riot and destruction on the citizens of the Greenwood District. Not a single vigilante was sent to prison for the murders and arson. Many of Tulsa's African-American population were made homeless by the event, and thousands spent the winter of 1921 living in tents, and others chose to relocate. Reverberations from the riot continued well into the 21st century. The Greenwood District was rebuilt, but many families carried scars and others were financially devastated. In 1997, a state commission was formed to investigate the riot, and it made recommendations that reparations be paid to the survivors. After extensive investigation by scientists, archaeologists, and historians, the Tulsa Race Riot Commission released a report in 2001. The death toll estimate was revised to at least 300 people, and local legend was confirmed when investigators found that many of the dead had been unceremoniously dumped into mass graves. In the years bracketing World War I, similar riots had taken place in Springfield, Illinois, and East St. Louis. Many communities in America were sundown towns where it was illegal for African Americans to be on the streets after a certain hour. Strict segregation was an accepted norm. Many hotels and restaurants would refuse service to African-American travelers. A study in the mid-1950s found that 90% of the motels along Central Avenue, Route 66, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, would not rent rooms to African-Americans. Against this backdrop of prejudice, Victor H. Green saw an opportunity and a need. In the early 1930s, Green was employed as a postal carrier in Harlem, New York, 
and is a service for friends collected information on hotels, restaurants, and other businesses in the New York City area that accepted or catered to African Americans. In 1936, he published this information in a small pamphlet entitled The Negro Motorist Green Book. It proved so popular that for the 1937 edition, he expanded coverage to include businesses throughout the United States. In the introduction, Green wrote, There will be a day sometime in the future when this guide will not have to be published. That is when we as a race will have equal rights and privileges in the United States. With each subsequent annual edition, demand exceeded the publication of 15,000 copies annually. And so Green established a publishing office, hired a small staff, and changed the name of the publication to the Negro Traveler's Green Book, and in 1947 established a reservation service. Marketed to African-American-owned businesses such as Murray's Dude Branch, the world's largest Negro dude branch near Victorville in California, and to carefully chosen Caucasian-owned businesses, the book continued to grow in popularity through the 1940s and 50s. Among the primary outlets was S.O. Gas Stations, one of the few franchises available to African Americans. Shortly after passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, Green suspended publication. Documenting locations in Green's book was the foundation for the critically acclaimed book by author Condacy Taylor, Overground Railroad, The Green Book and the Roots of Black Travel in America, that was published in 2019. And now, to wrap up this week's program, we need to thank our sponsor, the magical roadside time capsule that is Grand Canyon Caverns. Since 1927, this Route 66 treasure has been providing travelers with memories that last a lifetime. Splunking, wheelchair-accessible tours, superb pie, the world's quietest motel room, and fine dining above or below ground are just a few of the things that make this treasure special. Check them out at gccaverns.com. Till we meet again, mi amigos, adios. See you next week for another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America